almighty and ever-living God, source of all wisdom and understanding, be present with us who take counsel for the renewal and mission of your church. Teach us in all things to seek first your honor and glory. Guide us to perceive what is right and grant us both the courage to pursue it and the grace to accomplish it through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you, Mark. All right, so as I mentioned at the very um, beginning before we started, there are two documents out there that I um, want each family to take. We don't have enough for every member of your family, just one per family. One of them is the parish meeting reports. Very thorough. Everyone on staff, I'm in ministry, has written a report. Please read them, okay? Um, If you don't want to read them, then I'll just read them, which would take about an hour, okay? So start with the areas you're interested in, mission or children's or youth, or, um, but just read the whole thing. It's, it'll be very helpful to get a sense of who we are, especially if you're relatively new. The other thing that we have printed out for you um, is kind of a master schematic of some long-range planning that we've been working on pre-COVID. And when COVID hit, we kind of st- stepped back, we've reformed. Um, and in that process, God gave us some different direction, we think. Um, and once again, I said this at the beginning, these are just sketches, although there is design to these. We did not put the design there. Um, and everything um, has ability to change. So this is just to give you a vision of, of we're going to get pretty close to this, we think, but it'll show you that we're keeping the DNA of of our church, okay? That's what that is. So take these home um, and pray over this. Pray that God continues to do um, what he's been doing in our, in our lives. So um, let, me, let me open with a, another prayer. Lord God, this is your day, and our first call is to worship. And so we come with hearts to worship you. And as your psalm said, Lord, when we, when we seek you, that you give us the desires of our heart, and the desires of our heart are to draw closer to you, to know you more and to be known by you um, and just to be your people. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. So I was doing a little, this is just a little bit of back and kind of poke fun at the church. Um, When I grew up in the church, which I did, I was blessed to be a child of the church. Um, We didn't have mission statements. You know, we didn't have the, the catchy little phrase out there on the, on the marquee that said, you know, we're a church that does this. Um, and I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, okay, because there was a decline in Christianity in, in the West. Most churches have vision statements and mission statements. Um, ours is to gather form and send. Um, and we got that out of really our worship service. We, we gather ourselves and then we worship the Lord. We're formed by the liturgy, by the scriptures we hear, by the message, by the creeds, by the confession, by the liturgy of the table. We hear the story of Christ offering himself and being raised every single Sunday. Your children are getting this, at least that part of the service every single Sunday. And then we're sent out. I'm into the world to do this work, okay? Um, and I believe in that. Um, so I got in this morning, I was thinking about what, you know, what should we be? And I said, what if we just use the scripture for today? And we had a big marquee. Um, and when you came in, um, 
you were drawn to that rather than the unfinished barn to the right and all the wood and all the trash and the driveways that you see coming in, which hopefully we'll clean up one day. Um, this not ours, really. But listen to this. What if this is what you saw? Um, and what does the Lord require of you? Do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with your God. You think people would be drawn to us? Isn't that beautiful? Or... Um, what about the song that God would give us the desires of your heart? I mean, people are longing for that, are they not? Um, what about if it was Matthew, you know? Um, I just love that image. You know, this is the disciples being called away from the crowds. And the, the little section before that, Jesus had been doing amazing things. I mean, there'd been healings and demons cast out and, I mean, just lots of good stuff. And he calls his disciples to teach them. And, you know, I bet that, you know, if I was one of the disciples, I'd go, man, how do I do that? And he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Wouldn't that be amazing? Or if we went over to Paul, you know, the reading there, have a bunch of things there. Um, I don't know if this one would be really good, but uh, what if it said... um, let me see, where's that one that I read there? Uh, uh, for consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. <laughs> or God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing that are. I, just, I think I'll go to the next church. <laughs> um, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. Amen. Or that last verse would probably need a little explaining, but let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. That could be probably taken wrong. Do you hear where I'm going with all this? Um, we, we have a, a, a calling in our faith to, to come together and worship the Lord. And so I was looking for a place that might tie this, this random thought I was having. And um, I'm still learning this new catechism that we have here. Um, I, know, I knew the old one. I kind of lived in it for so long, and I knew where to go. But I was looking for some stuff, and, and I came across this. Um, um, this is on number 363, by the way. Um, how does Jesus heal you? Through the gift of the Holy Spirit, as I continue in repentance and faith, Jesus mends my disordered soul from the effects of sin in my mind, will, and desire. Isn't that amazing? And then it goes on. This is why I started there. What is this healing called? This healing is called sanctification. Remember, I spoke about that a few weeks ago, which means to be made whole and holy. And by the work of the Holy Spirit, my mind and my desires are increasingly transformed and conformed to the character of Jesus Christ. Isn't that beautiful? And then this is why I really chose it. How does the church assist in your sanctification? And those of you who have been around me know this. I love the church, the body of Christ. I believe it is God's plan for the flourishing of this world. Um, I love all the other things. I mean, I was, I've done promise keepers. I've done every renewal thing that was out there. You know, I've been a wild at heart John Eldridge dude, man. But it's the church that's done the deepest work in my life. And I want to read this to you. This is what our catechism says. The church joyfully worships, number one, faithfully teaches, 
grace-filled sacraments, the body gathered together, gospel-shaped calendar. Isn't that amazing? I've never seen that. This gospel-shaped, what does that mean? That means the ebb and flow of our life throughout the year is shaped by a gospel-shaped calendar. That's amazing. Wish I'd have written that. <laughs> Compassionate ministry. That's next. Loving discipline. What does that mean? Coming alongside one another and caring for one another so much so that I can say, you know, Lee, you might want to make a decision that that not in that way. That's, that's loving discipline. And then caring fellowship. All assists my growth in Christ. That's the body of Christ. That's why we gather. Um, um, so I don't know whether we needed to say gather for him in sin. Um, what we really need to say is Come. Be together. Let's worship. Let's invest in one another's lives. Let's, let's be a family. Let's do the work of this family work. Um, so with that, I just want to point out a couple of things from the parish meeting report. And uh, I'll just start with my report. And I'm just going to highlight um, a couple of things. One, I started out, I said, we lean into our vision and mission um, as we worship. So... Um, I'm just going to say this, and those of you who have been in a small group with me, I've got some young men in a small group with me, and they will tell you that I say, if we're not committing to Sabbath worship, then everything else begins to, to erode. We've got to commit, guys. Um, we've got to do that. Um, worship around the table and the Word. Um, then I, another thing, um, care for one another. I believe in pastoral ministry. I, I think that if we're not caring for one another and investing in one another's lives, we're, we're missing something there. Um, I mean, I, I've watched too many of you just all the way to the end of life with a parent, you know. Isn't that who we should be? Um, and so this past year, we implemented something called Stephen Ministry. And we had two, our two deacons, Susan and Dan, went through the training. It was an intense training. And then they invited anybody who wanted to be a part of that. We had six people in the first class. And they're about to finish up. It's been a, pretty much all fall and winter semester. And so when that is over, we'll have our two deacons plus six other Stephen ministers, not counting Mark and me and Taylor and Gabe and all the others who do things like meals and care for one another. I believe that we are positioned to meet the many pastoral needs of our congregation. Because I've said this how many times? We're growing older. Raise your hand. And we're growing younger. We have three babies um, in the womb right now in this church. Isn't that amazing? Uh, go back to godly play. I mean, we're growing older, that's me, and younger. And there are a lot of pastoral needs in there. Um, even when things are going well, there are a lot of pastoral needs. But things don't always go well, right? So um, let me see. One more thing from my report. Um, and this is, and I talked with Eddie Rowe. Eddie Rowe is going to be our senior ward this coming year. And um, he, he and I kind of agreed. I, I'm just casting the seed here. All right? Um, preliminary seed. So don't get all worried about this. Um, how many of you know that 23 years ago, Ruth and I moved here 
to start this congregation? Raise your hand. Okay, that's, pre that's pretty good. I've said it enough, I guess. Um, so that was a called a church plant. Every church you ever pass was a church plant. Do you know that? Somewhere along the line, some organization, some bishop, some, some lay group said, we want to start a church. Baldwin County is the fastest growing county in the state of Alabama. Do you know what the fastest growing city in Baldwin County is? Anybody want to make a guess? Shout it out. Nope. Nope. Foley. You know what the most diverse city in, the in, uh, in Baldwin County is? It's Foley. Um, so I just want to cast that seed. Pray that the Lord of the harvest, let's pray that the Lord of the harvest will raise up leaders, um, invite leaders, draw leaders to Baldwin County so we can plant other bodies that cannot look like us, but have the same DNA that care about worship, care about just longevity, all right? With that, I want to move to Mark's report. I'm going to pull, first of all, everything Mark's doing is about growing and forming. That's what he's all about. I mean, how can we not form if we're not emotionally healthy? Um, read his report. I want to pull one thing out of there. He says, I am in my 16th year at Church of the Apostles. He has suffered with me for 16 years. <laughs> you know? um, and the reason I want to point that out is because that is the DNA of this church. It's a, long, it's, a, it's a long obedience in the same direction. All right? Not the fastest growing, not the fastest declining. It's a long obedience. And Mark and Brooke being here for this many years shows that we're committed to the long haul, okay? So please read his report. Um, children's ministry, I actually edited Ruth to one page. It did make the report, so you got two pages of Ruth. If any of you have ever read it, she is like, she just downloads, you know? I, I want to say this about Ruth. Um, not to mention she's my wife, um, but she works full-time. She is a vice president of her company. She's been with them for 26 years. This is a part-time job for her. And so when she has to do something, she has to literally download it so she can get back to what she's doing over there. So um, take the time to read her download um, and what God is doing amongst our children. She has more volunteers in her ministry than any other ministry we have um, necessary. Student ministry. Um, read Taylor's report. What I want to say about that is we have leaders now being raised up out of student ministry. That's a huge, we got a pipeline, if you will, of the next generation of leaders. So Taylor, thank you for that. And let me say, all right, here it is. Um, Ty, our senior warden, he's rotating off the vestry. Um, if you know Ty, um, this is a classic Ty, his report, but he speaks into two areas. He speaks into the facility because he's been on our facilities team since before COVID. And he also speaks um, into our music ministry because he not only participates, but he's been on the team. Um, we have now hired Gabe Holloway to be our worship leader. All right. Um, along with that, we're going to continue with David Walton as our worship. Okay. Um, the other thing is, um, we're saying now is the time. If you've got any inkling 
for music and want to participate, whether you sing, whether you pay percussions or the piano or any of the wind instruments, whether you love to do um, the technical stuff back there, now's the time, all right? Gabe has also already begun raising up leaders for youth ministry for music there. Um, how long this will last? Two, month, two weeks from today, Gabe will stand up here as a priest. Um, what does that look like? Kind of like Taylor being a priest with youth ministry, right? Mark over discipleship. So um, it's not that strange. He made a proposal to the vestry. It was just like, oh, that's why we hadn't had anybody apply. <laughs> God had a plan for us. Maybe two years, maybe a year, maybe three years. We don't know. But I believe we're going to draw the body into worship. Um, so um, Ty's report and mentioned that, and we'll have the mission report um, at the end of this um, uh, meeting, okay? One more thing, and I'll close with this. Um, one of the many hats that Gabe wears is our communications coordinator. And so um, in the last page of this report, I'm going to do the financials at the offertory. Um, he mentions a couple of things. The most important thing he mentions is Breeze. Breeze is our online directory, uh, which is secure. You have your own password. No one else can see it. Um, it's also the place when you make a gift, we post it in Breeze. And because we have so, so many of you who do not, have not signed up, it's very complicated every year when we're trying to send out our giving statements. Please, if you have not signed up to Breeze, contact Gabe, and he can navigate that with you just in five minutes, all right?